Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg in the Gross Point office. And this holiday week, we are going to be talking about budgeting and really budgeting tips for those who maybe don't budget or consider themselves to be bad at budgeting, I want to say. There are two types of people, those who like to budget and those who don't. If you are one of those people who has Excel spreadsheets or uses an app or really just knows everything about what's coming in, what's going out, this episode's probably not for you. This is more for the person who spends everything coming in or almost everything coming in and really wants to start saving and investing, paying down debt, and just needs to know where to start. Before I begin, I'm going to share a little story that happened last week that really sort of inspired this topic. My daughter Jackie and I were stopping in 7-Eleven to get her a Slurpee. It was a real quick errand, or so we thought it would be. She gets her Slurpee, we get in line, and in front of us are two young boys, probably, I don't know, 10, 11, something like that. They're all hot and sweaty with backpacks and bike helmets on. And they go up, they have like a beverage, one of those ones that you like from the machine and with a straw in it, they probably already took a sip of it. They've got like a slice of pizza, some chips, some candy. And the guy behind the counter is like, that'll be $7 and 35 cents, something random like that. And the kid's like, oh, my budget is $6. And the guy kind of looks at him and he's like, all right. And the, the kid goes to take his soda back, like the one that's already poured. Like he's like, I'll just go take this and dump it out. And the guy's like, wait, 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 wait. Hang on here. How much do you have? And he's like, I have $6. And so he looks around and he's like, you know what? He's like, I'll give you all this for $6. And he goes, hold on. And he goes back and he gets another slice of pizza and gives it to them, which was so generous. And the boys are so excited. So then he goes, all right, $6. And the little boy, one of them pulls out a Tupperware container of coins, not just coins, actually, because he dumps it out all over the counter. And by this point, the line is like all the way to the back of the store. And the look on the cashier's face, he's like, oh, my gosh, because he didn't realize he was giving them this whole uh, thing of, of food and candy for $6. But it was $6 in like nickels and pennies. And actually, when he dumped out, when the little boy dumped out his money, there was like a little thing that went rolling across the counter. He goes, oh, no, this is my gemstone. This is not part of the money. And then he's like, no, this is this is a token for like Chuck E. Cheese. And he starts taking some of the stuff back, putting it into this little round Tupperware container, screws the lid back on, puts it back in his backpack. And by this point, the guy is starting to like make little piles of nickels that are worth a dollar. But lo and behold, the kid actually was right. He had exactly $6 in this Tupperware container and some gemstones and other things that were not money. But 
The fact that this little boy knew exactly how much he had in the Tupperware container and how much he had to spend when he went in 7-Eleven. Now, granted, he didn't execute it perfectly as he went over that $6. Um, but that was impressive to me. And it sort of, you know, I told Jackie on the way out, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast on this. So not exactly on keeping your gemstones and your spending money in a Tupperware container. But I thought if this kid knows exactly what he has to spend, then I'm going to do a podcast to help people that don't know exactly what they have to spend each month and really figure it out like the Tupperware method. So here we go. This is a timely episode because with gas prices, grocery prices as they are, People have got to be feeling this right now. I know that I am with groceries costing about double for the same amount of groceries, depending on where you shop. This really is important right now to kind of figure out what is this amount that I'm spending every month. One of the best ways that I've seen for like simple budgeting. So if you really haven't been able to stick to a budget or don't consider yourself good at it, you may not jump right into an app or you may download it and think you're going to jump into it and then just not use it. An Excel spreadsheet, if you haven't used Excel, or again, you're not super organized with your expenses already, that's kind of unrealistic to jump in with that. So the simple budgeting exercise that I recommend, first step, figure out what your after-tax income is. And you might think, well, if I have a regular paycheck, the amount that you receive is probably it. But you already have probably automatic deductions for a 401k or health or life insurance through work. So what I want you to do is figure out that amount with those items back in, meaning, you know, what after you pay taxes before you have those deductions on your paycheck. You can also look at your pay stub. That's one of the best ways to figure it out. But either way, I want you to figure out that amount monthly. So if you're paid bi-weekly, you can multiply that by 26 because there's 52 weeks in a year. That paycheck amount, multiply it by 26 and then divide it by 12 to figure out a month. It's a really simple way to do budgeting on a monthly basis as most bills are monthly. If you have other bills that you pay twice a year or a certain amount that you pay annually, figure those things out on a 12-month basis so that you can figure out what's coming in, what's going out. Once you have that number, I want to share with you what some people refer to as the 50-30-20 method. One of the biggest questions I get when meeting with people to do a financial plan is how much can I spend on housing or how much can I spend every month? What should I be saving for retirement? Now, this is certainly something that is very individualized and complex, right? Depending on what your overall goals are on how much you should be spending. So I'm not going to give you a specific answer on that. But again, if you're starting out on really trying to get into budgeting, this method is easy because it's very simple to start out. Basically saying the 50, 30, 20 method would be 50% of your after-tax income, which is that number we just figured out, should include groceries, housing, basic utilities, transportation, insurance, minimum payments on loans and cards, 
childcare, and other expenses that you need to work. And when you take that, that 50%, we're going to call that your needs, right? These are every month, these are things that need to happen. The other 30% of your take-home after-tax income for wants. And this is that big category that gets out of control, right? Because we all need clothing. We need to wear something. But this one for me is certainly more of a want at this point. At 42 years old, I have every different size I've ever been and every season of clothes. Certainly there are things I would want that are in style this season. These are still things that I would not put in the basic category. If you have most of your basic clothing, I put this in a want category. For me, household knickknacks, TJ Maxx, Target, those are not needs. I can justify them as saying we needed this, you know, new towel or whatever. But ultimately, this is going to be the key, this 30% of your income for wants. Because so often people hate the word budgeting because they think of it as a restriction. But I want you to think about budgeting as something that gives you permission to spend, right? So this 30%, that is going to be the part where I say, this is where you can spend on, whether it's country clubs, clothing from J. Crew, going out to eat, these, this is the amount. And I want in your head every month for you to know what this amount is. Now, the last part, the 20 in the 50, 30, 20 rule of simple budgeting, that is going to be savings and debt repayment. So that 20% is going to be inclusive of what you're going to put away for emergency savings um, and also that long-term retirement savings. People say if you put 10% away for retirement, you're good. Obviously, that depends on where you're at how far away retirement is and how well you have done it saving already for retirement. So I'm not going to give you an exact amount. Again, this is to really start budgeting instead of spending everything that comes in. So that really simply is the 50, 30, 20 rule. Some extra tips to, again, those who maybe have had trouble budgeting in the past. The next one would be It's often referred to as the envelope system. And in the past, uh, people have recommended that you actually take out money, cash, and earmark them for different expenditures that maybe fluctuate. So that like wants category or maybe even for groceries, right? And putting it in an envelope, labeling it for that. And when the money is spent, when it's done, you're done with that category for the month. Now, It's a good system. There's actually an app. uh, I can link in the show notes, uh, a budgeting app called Envelopes, I believe. And you can use this app to track as opposed to putting actual cash in an envelope. Now, again, if you're not a budgeting app person, if you really have not had success with budgeting, I'm not sure that you're going to actually use the app, right? Even if you earmark different things for different expenditures. If you are going to use it, then great. But kind of a new version on this cashless society that we're living in right now would be to actually buy prepaid cards, right? So whether you figure out that you have a couple hundred dollars a month that you can spend 
on clothing or on household items, candles, pillows, whatever it may be that you are that fall into your want category. Put that amount on a card in your wallet. And then once that's done for the month, no more spending. So that is just a simple little tip if you're really having trouble with that. If you're struggling and you are overspending on credit cards, maybe you just have to go no credit cards for a bit. So put them into a shoebox somewhere, put a little note to yourself that says like, do not use me, remember why. Um, or maybe cut them up, right? You're going to still pay, you know, be paying off these credit cards, but if you don't have one in your wallet to use, it'll be easier to kind of stay away from those. Obviously, in these uncertain times with expenses and gas, how they are, if you really don't have an emergency savings right now to dip into, you may need to use the credit cards. And I realize that. But again, the point of this podcast episode is really just to give you some tips on how to rein that in and budget so that you can give yourself permission to spend on certain things. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. As always, if you did find it helpful, share it with others who may benefit from it as well. We really appreciate that. And thank you for listening to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.